Blog Talk Radio. show for you. I want to thank my dad for coming up with a name. Um, yeah, my dad came up with a name. Oh, oh, now the cat's standing on my computer. What are you doing, cat? My goodness, she's hitting all kind of keys. <laughs> my cat was just standing on that computer. Well, Okay, we're still live. Great. Well then. So, we're going to have a great show today, tonight. Uh, we got driver Kendall Kimmons calling into the show. She's awesome. I, I think highly of her and her dad, Benny, and her mom, uh, Lenore. They're good people. And Kendall races the Pierstock class at Northwest Florida Speedway, and and then we at the Southern Dirt Track Report used to sponsor her for the Junior Slingshot. She raced the Slingshot, and she won several races the year we sponsored her. So shout out to Artie Schick, my buddy Artie, that owns and runs the Southern Dirt Track Report for sponsoring her. So that was cool. And um, let's see. Let me let's see. Let me write a text. Let's see. And so, um, we got Kendall coming on the show, and then we have Mr. Donald Parker, the owner of Hattiesburg Speedway, on the show. Uh, I'm excited about uh, excited about Donald Parker calling in, and then we have Kayla Gassner calling in, bomber driver, the 51 car. Uh, so uh, I'm excited to uh, get Kayla on the show, and uh, it's going to be good. And let me see here. Let me make sure that I got to send this to my... So I'm going to send this show to my brother so he can tune into the live. 
So we're going to have a good show. I'm excited, man. Of course, as everybody knows, the show is put on by Rice Life for Fuel Arrester. Remember, we're made in the USA. No Chinese junk. Check us out online at RiceSafeForFuelArresterLLC.com. Uh, I got many hours on the website, and I got Tina uh, help help me with the website. So it wasn't all me, but uh, I did a lot, and Tina helped too. So thank you, Tina. And uh, let's see. So, and I talked to Robbie today. And shout out to Robbie for coming on the show last week. That was awesome. So Robbie invented the Rice Safety Fuel Arrester. So shout out to Robbie Johns. And if you need any welding done or any kind of industrial maintenance and stuff, hit Robbie up. Uh, Robert Johns Industrial Maintenance. I think that's uh, the name of his business. He does a lot of welding. So any welding done, give him a shout on Facebook. You can give him a call if you got his number. And if you're interested in information about the fuel arrester, uh, you can hit me up on Messenger on Facebook, or you can give me a call. Our number is listed on the website and our Facebook page. So we've got an awesome, awesome show. I'm excited to get Kendall Kimmons calling in. And we got Kelly Gassner, of course, Donald Parker. Kelly Gassner is your points champion for the bomber class, which is super awesome. Because I've been pulling for her to win this year, and she hadn't got that win yet, but it was she had a good enough run this season to put her as champion, and that's what it takes sometimes. Uh, it's not all the time about getting wins. You know, wins help, and yes, it's very important to get a win. You could also, you know, have a good season like Kayla and win the championship. So, so shout out to her, and she'll be on in the last part of the show. <clears throat> and then shout out Donald Parker. Hattiesburg Speedway. Of course, my friend Ron Southern, the announcer and track chaplain at Hattiesburg. And then also got to give a shout out to the Day family, Isaiah Day, Miss Marilyn, Chuck, Joshua, the whole family, great people. And for those that don't know, I talked about it last week, but uh, I am now the new announcer at Tri-County Speedway in Pollard, Alabama. If you don't know where Tri-County Speedway is, it's in the little redneck town or community of Pollard, which is between Bruton and Flomerton. So basically people just say Flomerton, but it's uh, pretty much in Pollard. And five minutes from Flomerton, if that. And so it, uh, I'm excited. This weekend will be my first race that I will announce, which is super cool. I'm super, super excited. And I want to thank y'all for asking me to be the announcer. God's great. Uh, without God, we got nothing. And I've been praying a lot, a lot lately. And, of course, I pray all the time anyways, but I've been praying a lot here lately for several different things. And my prayers were answered with one step, and I'm going to be the – so I then reached out to me to be the announcer. And that's pretty cool, man, because – I've been filming races for the Southern Dirt Track Report for several years now. And so I got several people on our team. We got me, of course, Artie. We have Amber that uh, covers Jackson Motor Speedway. And then we have uh, my buddy Chase Montgomery just joined the team. He'll cover the tracks around Lexington, Tennessee, where he, 
he lives. So shout out Chase Montgomery for joining. That's my buddy. And so I've been filming races for several years, and I got a professional video camera, and uh, hopefully be upgrading soon to a better camera or a better quality camera, I should say. This one's 20 years old, pretty old, but still gets the job done. And uh, <clears throat> I film a lot of races when I go to Tri County, of course, Northwest Florida Speedway when I go over there. And I try to film at Deep South Speedway too when I go there. So if you go to Southern Dirt Track Reports Facebook <clears throat> and click the blue subscribe button, and when you go there, of course, you click the blue subscribe button. It's four nine nine a month. Anybody can join. And, you know, I already mentioned uh, a while back that he was tired of doing stuff for free because, you know, some people just want everything free. And uh, and and so he decided, so, you know what, Facebook, we got so many fans on Facebook. We got over 12,000 followers on Facebook on our page. So he decided he want, uh, Facebook gives you the option to do bonus content in a private group and people can pay monthly and see this bonus content that nobody else gets to see. And so it's pretty cool. That's where we post all of our videos and all of our pictures and bonus content. And so I went to Northwest Florida Speedway last weekend to the Travis Towers Memorial, and I filmed all the features. So if you raced at Northwest Florida Speedway and you want to see your race videos, join our group for four ninety nine a month. I may not be there every race, but I'm, you know, I've been there two or three times this year. And you'll get to watch some great footage. Plus, you'll get to see awesome race footage from when Artie goes to Hattiesburg. If Amber gets to film at Jackson, you'll see videos from Jackson Motor Speedway on there. Several different tracks. You'll see my videos when I went to Hattiesburg. And, of course, I film every weekend at Deep South, Tri-County. And you'll get to see those videos, too. And then when I go to Why Not, I'll video at Why Not, the House of Hook. So it's a good good bit of content in there for $4.99 a month. It's well worth it. And it shows us that you really, really want to see your race videos uh, when you join this, because this ain't a Facebook Live video. This ain't a uh, cell phone video for me anyways. Uh, of course, I've always filmed with cell phone, and now I'm blessed with a camera. So I got a video camera, a tripod. So when you see my race videos, they'll, they'll be, I like to do them professionally done. I like to edit them real nice, have a, a scrolling quote across the screen that says Northwest Florida Speedway got the date on there and whatnot. It's pretty neat. And then, of course, the zoom features on these cameras are great. So you want to see some good footage. That's where, where all of our race footage will be or where all mine is, definitely. And a shout-out to Artie Schick, Southern Bird Track Report. And just waiting for the first guest to call in. Let me see. Let me message Kendall. Yeah, it's about time for the first guest to call in. Then we got Donald Parker going to call in a little later. And then Kelly Gassner. Let's see. Awesome. Thanks, Mari. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mari called me a few minutes ago, but I was live. But he's got to listen to some of it, so that's cool. Maybe he can go back and finish listening to the show. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be the announcer at Tri-County Speedway. This weekend will be my first... I'm announcing. I'd love for all my local friends that are my close friends anyways around Grove Hill to make the trip out to Tri-County Speedway. And my family wants to come. That's great, too. Uh, and then any of my other friends that don't live around here, if y'all want to come, I'm excited because 
this is a big deal to me. You know, I, I'm usually the person that uh, uh, doesn't never. I've never been big in the spotlight. I like to give other people a spotlight, but you know, every now and then, I love being in the spotlight. Every now and then, and this is one of those moments where I just like, you know what? This is many years of praying and uh, putting hard work in, so I'm excited about this. I, I this means the world to me to do something cool like this, and so. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks for the opportunity, and we got a hayride this weekend at Tri-County Speedway. Uh, we got a hayride at intermission, and then we got the uh, the drivers are giving out candy to the kids. So bring your kids out. I want to see the stands packed, y'all. I don't want to see 30 people in the stands. I want to see two or 300 people, you know. I mean, if you're going to shoot for the stars, shoot for the stars, right, you know. We need a lot of people at the racetrack because tracks don't make money when fans don't show up. You know, I don't want I don't want to see this track closed because fans don't don't come and you know you just hear all kind of stuff about tracks closing and uh, I'd love for the fans to show up and support Track County Speedway. It's an awesome racetrack. The Day family is great people. They got great classes too. And then of course November the fourth and fifth we have the Legacy Dirt Track Championship, which is super super awesome. I'll be there for both nights. Uh, I'm actually helping with the Crossroads uh, event, and I've been helping to share that on Facebook and um, yeah, Facebook and stuff. So for those that don't know what Crossroads is, it's basically like a play, and they do it every year in Coffeville. And this year, uh, my friend Jeremy asked me to help, so I'm helping this year. I'm helping Jeremy and Richard and the rest of the team over there at Crossroads, and it's put on by. The church, uh, shoot, uh, Coffeville Baptist, I believe it is. It's at the Coffeville Baptist, First Baptist. But Pastor Brent Fuller um, is heading it up with their church, and they do it every year. And basically, they go to the old Coffeville High School, and Coffeville Panthers High School is closed down, and they have a play every year. And it's pretty serious stuff. Like, you have a guide that leads you to room to room, and they'll have different different scenes in each room with different people acting out. And it's basically teaches you about heaven and hell. And uh, it's a real life, real life deal. And, you know, it's a good Christian event and get people to see that God's real and stuff like that. So we're doing that the 28th and the 29th. And then uh, they're going to do it again the 4th and the 5th, which is Saturday and that Sunday night. And so so if you, y'all look us up on Crossroads at Cofferville on Facebook, and y'all, y'all get signed up if you'd like to come bring your church, your youth group, get signed up. And uh, it's going to be a great event. And, of course, the 4th, I won't be there, but I will be at Tri-County Speedway announcing I'm super, super excited, man. And the 5th, man, at Tri-County Speedway, uh, I'm excited about it too because I missed it last year. I went that Saturday, but didn't go that Sunday. And I found out, I guess it was recent when Isaiah told me that they got a church service at the racetrack. So they did it last year. They had a church service at the racetrack, and they said a good many people came. So that's cool. What better thing to go to than a dirt track race? And you get to hear Jesus at the dirt track race. How cool is that, man? Like that's that's awesome, man. That's that's rated R for redneck in my book. Rated R for racing. That's cool, man. I'm I'm excited, man. 
I love going to the swamp. And and then they're going to have a church service at the racetrack, which is even cooler. And one of the cool things is, uh, let's see. Let me make sure. Kendall hadn't caught in yet. Let's see. He went in. Let's see. You're on. <clears throat> so one of the neat things is uh, about that weekend is they're doing the uh, the winners get championship wrestling belts. And I'm a huge wrestling fan. Uh, I love WWE. Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. I've been watching wrestling for since 2004, I believe it is. And uh, so let me see. All right, Kendall's fixing to call in. Let me see. Stopping. So yeah, I like wrestling, and to see that they're giving out wrestling belts to the championship winners, pretty cool. So that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool. And all right, so and they've already finished their they've already listed their champions for the year. Oh, there we go. There's Kendall. All right, let's get our first guest in. Let's give a cheer. Well, hello there, Kendall. Hey, Mr. Jared. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing dang new, Skippy. Can't beat it. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing? Oh, hanging in there, hanging in there. Been working on the car mainly. Well, that's awesome. So tell so tell everybody how old you are and which, which tracks you race at. I am 16 years old, and the main tracks I would race at is Northwest Florida Speedway. I've been racing Northwest Florida Speedway since my very first slingshot. Um, I've raced Tri-County a few times. I've raced it in slingshots a lot of times. Just haven't really had the chance to go up there with a big car, just say. Deep South, we don't really race around Deep South. And then Southern, my main tracks are Northwest Florida Speedway and Southern mainly. That's awesome. So yes, I went to, I'll tell everybody, I went to Northwest Florida Speedway last weekend, which where I saw you, and they had the Travis Dowers Memorial, and I think they had 20-something, 20 24 cars or something, and then they had the feature had 21. And the cool yes, thing was I, was I was pulling for you. I wanted you to win. But you made the Travis Dowers Memorial feature through the B-Main, which is really, really cool. Yes, sir. It was, I would say the best race of that night was the heat race. The heat race was a very fun race. I, I've i had a lot of heat races in my, in my belts and stuff, but I have to give it to racing with Justin Adams and Jake Centerfit side-by-side and the 115. I, I honestly, I can't remember the 115's name. I was trying to find them at the track, but I just, I couldn't find them. But it was an absolute blast. It was most it was the most fun I've ever had in a heat race, and also the B main with Hayden Peak. She just got into um, the pure stock. That was her first ever race, and her making it into the show with me. That was an awesome feeling. That was 
it was it was a very good race, and the feelings were high all night. I mean, you, I could feel um, Travis right there with me the whole entire night, just leading me through the race, just leading me through the night. <laughs> also, I mean, it was it was one of them nights that you can't beat at a racetrack. That's great because yeah, when you mentioned Hayden Peak, that's pretty cool. Girl power, by the way. Uh, yes, sir. I'd look. I'd love to see more females get into dirt track racing. I'd love to see, like, you know, I know at one time Southern was doing the ladies league. I don't know if they still are, but I'd love to see more and more females get into it. And yeah. y'all need to go watch Kendall race at Northwest Florida Speedway because she's pretty good. I, I watched you win hundreds of races in that slingshot, so I can't wait to see you win a pure stop. Yes, sir. We're we're going to Southern Raceway this weekend. Last weekend for the Travis race, we were basically, we went there for, of course, the Travis race. And we also went there just to test the car out. We just, we went up to Oklahoma to get the car, and it was a blast going up there. Never seen the, the territory up there. I, it, it was gorgeous. And so we came back down here, got the car ready, strictly for the Travis race, and Turned out it was a pretty dang good car. We were, me and my dad, we were pleasantly surprised with the car. So now we're going to go take it to Southern this weekend. And then for the 28th, we will be at the Trunk or Treat Race at Northwest Florida Speedway once again. And we'll have a lot of goodies for the kids and stuff like that. Oh, that's great. So when you mentioned racing against Justin Adams, He's been racing a long time. He's a darn good driver. And for you to race against somebody like that, that's a big deal. Yes, sir. I've raced with him a few times just in the race or in the future. He'd get out, of course. But having him right there beside me and being being in and out with him and Jake Centerfit and just all those good – Hunter Adams, too. I mean, it was just – Oh, yes. I mean – it was just, it was one of them speechless races where you got out of the car and I couldn't stop smiling. I mean, it was, it was. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's That's been, awesome. It's, yes, sir. It's been almost two years since I've been in a pure stock and it felt so good to be out there again. I mean, it was, it was awesome. Well, well, I bet you was happier in a fat kid or buffet line on Valentine's Day. Yes, sir, I sure was. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome because, cause you know, I, like I tell people when I say that, Valentine's Day is the busiest day for the year for restaurants. Can you imagine this fat kid pushing people out the way saying, my food, my food. So I know yes. you was pretty excited. <laughs> yes, sir. And I knew I knew in the heat race once, once I got up out of my line and I didn't really have that bottom groove anymore, I knew it wasn't going to go too good, but I stayed up there, and then I got back down to the line, and I pushed it a little too low, and I hit that mud, and it just got me, and I fell back, and by that time, I just couldn't catch back up. Well, I can guarantee you this weekend at Southern, you would do pretty good because I was very impressed, and I was pulling for you the whole time, and I always make my predictions of who I want to win in my videos, and I was like, and I, I usually pick two drivers. Sometimes I'll just pick one. And uh, and so I picked you to win. I was like, man, I, I would love to see her win that Travis race. But just to finish that race is in itself a huge deal. Yes, sir. Just I There was 21 cars that started. Um, 
I have no, I, I honestly, I didn't get my payout that night because they, they were pulling the cars and stuff like that and just, they didn't stop checking the cars until 2.30 in the morning. So we just went ahead and head out. But I'm pretty sure I ended up finishing around 6th or 7th, I'm pretty sure. And I also got the Hard Charger Award, which it originally went oh. to some And I got a text message from Jeffrey Odom, and he told me that I'd won the uh, Hard Charger Award. And that was a pretty cool feeling. I've never, I've got the prettiest car award, but I've never had the Hard Charger. So that's a pretty cool feeling. Wow, that is awesome. I had no idea. That that is cool that you won that's a really big deal. So that's something uh so do they give you a trophy for the hard charger award? It's not a trophy, it's a check. He said that it is a check. Um oh, I cool. would rather, I like checks. I have checks everywhere. I mean, I love checks. <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool because now you can just display that from now on, and you look back years from now and say, hey, I remember that one time I won my first hard charger award, and, you know, that's a really big deal, especially the winners at Northwest Florida Speedway. Yes, yes. That's cool because Northwest Florida Speedway is one of those tracks that if you can do good or you can win at Northwest Florida Speedway, then you can do good and win anywhere else. Yes, sir. Northwest West, Northwest Florida Speedway. I mean, it's it's a very good track. The track owner he puts in a lot of time and effort and work on that track, and it it, it goes to show because every weekend that track, it's it's a very good track. And I got to say, I got to give a speaking of the owner, I got to give a shout out to Scott Sessions because Sessions Construction, uh, he does an excellent job. Him and his wife, Miss Beverly. They do an excellent job, and I saw her several times and spoke to her. And then, of course, if you want to catch Scott, you better catch him on the track because he's usually in that big truck packing the track or he's blading the track or whatever. He's working a water truck, you name it. He's just wide open. He's he's busier in a one-armed paper hanger at the racetrack. (laughs) Yes, sir. And um, a couple years. In 2020, we also won the Travis race in the slingshot division, and that was one of the that was the second annual Travis race, and it was it was it was a very good feeling. I the feelings after I won that race, it was very high and emotional, and just words can't describe it. That's awesome. I bet you wanted to do cartwheels after winning that race. Yes, sir. As soon as I won it, I just looked to that sky and just thanked Travis for being with me all night. That's awesome. So how do you know how many wins you have total in your career? In my career, I would say I have over 75 wins, almost 100 wins, maybe more than wow. that. I can't get them off the top of my head, but I know it's, it's on up there. I mean, our shop is just, you walk in our shop and it's absolutely covered with trophies top to bottom. Wow. Well, I can tell you that, in other words, when it it comes to winning, you've won so many, you could do it backwards blindfolded. Yes, sir, especially in the slingshot. (laughs) I would love to get up in a slingshot once again and just see if I still have the talent for the slingshots. And I love how the slingshots are still going on these days. Especially Deep South Speedway, they're trying to get them on, and 
I love all the tracks are trying to come together and bring the kids together. I mean, they're the future of the sport. Exactly. And I, I got, yeah, speaking of deep fast speedway, I got to give a shout out to Billy Roberson and Ryan Carpenter, the promoter. And of course, my buddy Mitch, who's the announcer over there. And just everybody, Jeff Clark, the race director, you know, for them announcing that they're looking to put the junior slingshots up there. And they tried it one time and they had like two, two cars at the most. But I believe this go around, there's so many slingshots in the area. I think they can make it work. And like you said, I think they can bring the kids together because, you know, y'all are the future of dirt track racing. And then, and of course, all these young girls are going to look up to you now and say, hey, she's won a lot of races. Maybe I can do it too and do a hashtag yeah. girl power. So now there, there's a lot of girls in the slingshots now. Um, Craig Crosley's daughter, she's, She's one of them. She's coming up. Yeah, uh, Kendall Crosley. Yes, 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 yes. She's she's coming yeah, up. And, she's, she's yeah, because in, in fact, uh, she's got the pink R2C car, which is Craig's Racing to Cure, which is he donates to cancer research, for like breast cancer and stuff like that, which is awesome. So shout out to Craig Crosley and Kendall and uh, like I, I watched her race, and I tell you what, that's the best I've ever seen her run, and oh, uh, that's the fastest I've ever seen her go on a slingshot. So that's pretty cool. We, I bet you it won't be long, and she'll be following your footsteps and getting some wins. Yes, sir. I hope <clears> so. I hope me put put our cars nose to nose in a couple weeks, summer or next season. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Oh. Uh, Northwest Florida Speedway, I love going there. I, it sucks I live two hours away. I'm in the hub of, I got racetracks all around me, but the closest one is Tri-County at hour 15, and why not? It's like an hour and 18, so I don't have nowhere super close. But when I when I get to go to Northwest Florida Speedway, I enjoy it because the vintage cars, of course, my favorite IMC mods, and they got so many good classes over there. And that, Mr. Scott's done a lot of work over there, so... Uh, I'm excited about the future for Northwest Florida Speedway, especially with him putting the bleachers and stuff in now. Yes, sir, and also the the coast races um, coming up. They're they're very, very fun race. And IMCA stock cars are actually coming this year instead of the street stocks, which I've always wanted to watch the IMCA stock cars. I've honestly... I've always wanted to get into the stock car class. I would like them to bring it down here and we run the IMCA rules. I feel like that would be a very fun class to run and just everybody yeah. rules. There wouldn't be cheating, just say. I mean, we're all on the same rules. Yes. And that's and that's one thing I can't stand in racing as a cheater. If you can't win legit, then you're not a racer in my opinion. Yes, sir. And, you know, I like, so I love IMCA. IMCA mods are my favorite. And what a lot of people don't realize about IMCA, of course, Deep South Speedway used to be sanctioned by them at one time, but they're not now. But they're looking to run IMCA next year. And the cool thing about IMCA is if you're sanctioned, which I know Northwest Florida and Southern is sanctioned, is like Owen Barnhill said, like you run for national points with IMCA when you pay your pay into your points fund or whatever. And you get all these cool perks. You get invited to big IMCA races across the country, like when he goes to Boone 
nationals. And then they have the IMC insurance for your modified drivers. And I guess they offer the same insurance for your pure stock, or I mean your stock car drivers. And, you know, the insurance is like $50,000 life insurance or whatever. You get hurt at the racetrack, then they'll cover it. And, you know, who else does that? That's pretty cool. And so I, I think it'd be cool for, to see you in an IMCA stock car. And even if even if you're, you could get your car to fit the rules and race for those big guys when they come down. Yes, sir. That's what... That's what we were going to originally make the car we got from up in Oklahoma. We wanted to make it into a stock car. And I think we still are going to try to turn it into a stock car and race the class on the coast just to just to get a taste of something new. Um, I think that would be very fun, especially because I know there's going to be a lot of them coming down because it's just a big event. That's awesome. I, I hope to make that. I missed it because it was during the week. But, of course, they have to do it during the week because of their schedule at the racetracks they go to. But, of course, IMCA TV was down there, which is super cool because I've seen some of their pay-per-views. Like, when they do the free previews on Facebook, I watch their preview races, and they do a good job filming, and and it kind of motivates me in my filming. But I just love watching IMCA, period, anything that they do. And people don't realize this or know this, but, from my understanding, their history is they're the oldest as far as modified or really sanctioned race class as far as dirt track racing goes. It dates back to like the early 80s when the IMCA got started. So that's pretty cool. Yes, sir, it is. It, it really is. Um, so your next season, you of course, you'll be back in Pure Stock full time. And... I would love to see you do really good in points. Um, and I know you've won in the slingshot at Southern before, which is cool. So now let's see if you can get a win in the pure stock at Southern. Yes, so we're, next year we're going to be mainly running for points and also, of course, running for the wins. And I think it would be cool to try to get at least three championships in one year, just say Northwest Florida Speedway, Southern Raceway, and Possibly Tri County or Deep South or one of them. Um, next year, next year I feel we're gonna be we're gonna be building a whole brand new car from the ground up, and it's gonna be originally like my latest, my most recent pure stock car, the Black Thirty. Um, oh, cool. I okay. Yes, sir. It's it's gonna be a very nice car. It's gonna be a brand spanking new. That's awesome. So I want to tell people to follow your Facebook page. It's Dirty 30 Junior Racing is the page I follow. So y'all be sure and go follow her Facebook. Yes, sir. We've been getting we've been getting back into doing the Facebook pages. We were off for a little while, as you know, and we weren't really updating our Facebook page. But now we're getting back into it. I've been trying to update it. So I'll definitely be keeping the Facebook page updated for all the fans to see now. And just the Facebook page is just going to be mainly where we're running next weekend, this weekend, or just updating people on how our racing is going. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, I've always enjoyed watching your race, especially when Southern Dirt Track Report sponsored you. And that, that was cool to get to see you win some races when we sponsored you. So that was cool. And I thank Artie for doing that. And uh, so now you're 
you know, moving up with the future of dirt track racing. So you got any words of advice or encouragement for the younger generation to follow the girls to follow in your footsteps? I would definitely tell them, don't let the boys intimidate you. Don't, don't let them. They're, they'll get in your head and, you know, they'll, they'll be boys. And another advice, word of advice I'd have to give all the future racers coming up is just don't stop. Put in all your work. Put in everything you have to that race car, and you will be successful. That's great. That's awesome. Y'all need to take that advice, young ladies, and uh, get out there and kick butt and take names. And uh, so you got any sponsors or anybody you want to shout out? I would like to shout out uh, David Smith at Blackwater Trust Systems. Let's see, Will Will William Goulet at Navarre Auto Repair. He's one of our top. I mean, he's 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 been here for a very long time. Uh, of course, my dad, my mom, um, Craig Crosby at Watermark Pools. There's a lot of sponsors that I think just it's been a while and can't really get them off the top of my head. And since we don't have them on the car, it's very, very hard to remember all of them. But I would have to, I have a lot of great sponsors. And whenever Southern Dirt Shock Report sponsored me, it was also a pleasure having y'all on there sponsoring me. It was just, Thanks. I love sponsoring me. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. You've been awesome. And everybody share this, and, and y'all can always go back and listen to the replay. And then, of course, Chris Creighton showed me recently they were on Spotify, too. So everybody can go listen to the replay on Spotify, or you can go back to Blog Talk Radio and click the play button. But uh, I'm so glad you came on. And, yeah, shout-out to your dad, mom, and all your sponsors. But thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. You're welcome. You have a good one. You too. That's awesome, girl power, y'all. Uh, that's cool that Kendall came on the show. And so now we got Donald Parker, Hattiesburg Speedway. So let's get Donald Parker in there. Let's get the crowd going. I don't know the crowd needs to clap louder than that. They're not. They're not country folks. Country folks clap louder than that. Anyways, here we go. We got Donald Parker. How you doing, Mr. Donald? Good. How are you? Man, I'm I'm doing awesome. I'm glad you got to call in the show. So, uh, y'all have a huge race coming up the 28th. Is that correct? Well, we got to get tomorrow night's race done first. But yeah, we got a race. Oh, on that's the 28th, right. Uh, uh, Halloween night, 28th. So tomorrow night it. we got so, yeah, yeah, cars. Ooh, okay. So shout out to Pete Walton and the USCS Sprint Car Association, which is United Speed Contest uh, Sanction. I think that's us. Anyways, they're they're fun to watch, and y'all will have a yeah, blast. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got somebody who wants to say something. He's been helping me work the track. Okay. Here you go, Luke. Say hey. Hey. Hey, what's that's up, Luke? Lord. How you doing? <laughs> well, it's good to have you on the show there, Luke. I'm getting my box car ready for tonight. Oh, that's great. So you've been watering the track, and then you've been getting your box car ready. 
Yes, sir. That's great. So I know you're excited about that, and it'd be cool to see you win it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's great. So I I know you're looking forward to tomorrow night, and it should be a lot of kids there. <clears throat> well, hey, your little sister's going to have one, too. My little sister's going to have one, too. Oh, that's great. I know you're going to like uh, racing against her. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Talk to you later. Okay, have a good one. <laughs> All right, he just went helping me water the track this afternoon. I, I told him <laughs> that's I awesome. I'm glad you got him on. And I asked him, I said, "You want to talk?" He said, "Yeah, I want to talk." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, right there. That goes to show you yeah. he loves his dirt track racing. If he's up there. Helping you with the track and wants to talk on the show. Oh yeah, these these kids are getting all excited about these box cars. Man, they are getting creative with these box cars. Man, well, I hope y'all get a lot of pictures of those box cars because I want to see them. I'm I'm excited to see what they look like. Well, we posted a couple of this done and done on our Facebook page yesterday or day before yesterday. <clears throat> Oh, let me They're go really look at that. They're really creative. Yep, yep. Paul Gamble built him. Kids won, and Greg Williams put one together for his kids, and they they really went all out. Wow, that's awesome. Let's see, but, Heavy uh, Bird Speedwood. So, so what are the rules to y'all's? Oh, I see them. Oh, I see. Okay, I see one that says Cruz. Got the Velocito logo, which is cool, and I see a purple one. Wow. Yeah, we had some last time shaped like little modifieds, and I mean, they really got creative. Wow, this is awesome. Like, this purple one looks like a, it looks like a real car, to be honest with you. It's got the black windows, and they took their time yep. on that one. And it's just a cardboard box. Using imagination. Wow. See, see, this is what kids need to get into nowadays. Instead of instead of cell phones and this and that, kids need to do cool stuff like this. Because when I was growing up, we went outside, we played, we actually did stuff outside. Of course, I didn't know nothing about something like this. Or I'd have done it, but uh, just kids nowadays got it so much different than I than I had when I was growing up. Yeah, we may we may have a few of the sprint car drivers gonna get out there and race with these kids tomorrow night. Oh, that would be cool. Yes, sir. And I just talked and I'm to sure y'all... Terry Gray. Just talked to Terry Gray and he may be flagging them. Ooh. So that's the outlaw Terry Gray. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's think... won gosh. A lot of races. Many championships, yeah. Man, yeah. he's a he's a legend. I'm sure Miller time, Michael Miller will be there. Yeah, we'd like to try to get him in that foot race too. And who else? That'd be awesome because I call him. But I tell you what, I met Michael Miller years ago, 
2015 when they come to deep south when it was still a big track and they clocked them at doing 115 miles an hour around deep south and i don't ever get it it was michael miller and morgan turpin and they they went up in the stands with some of the drivers and they're passing out these uscs frisbees and i still got mine and him and morgan autographed them and i was like oh this is cool i didn't even know who he was at the time and i heard him say his nickname was miller time and I remember telling him, like, hey, he was cheesing in the picture I got with him. And I told him, I said, man, I sure hope he win. Oh, well, I hope so, too. That'd be all. And he went out there and smoked him and won the race. And he was dancing on top of the race car when he won. And that's what I like to see when drivers get excited about the win. Michael Miller's a good guy. He's a good competitor. He's 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 he don't leave nothing land on the line when he's out on the racetrack. But he's a... Easy going, fun guy to be around. Oh, I and the the time I met him, I I just thought, man, that's awesome. I've seen him race a bunch of times since then, and he's one of those drivers that like, just like Terry Gray, he's won a lot of races, and you can expect him to be a top three car everywhere he goes. <clears throat> and you know, when I first got this racetrack, I reading I'm so partial to the sprint car guys uh it was then the sos group uh southern outlaw series and uh, him and uh, uh shane morgan and timmy thrash and uh several more came out here one friday night and saturday and helped me put up the fence so we could race because I told them I would not race no sprint cars here until we got the fence up. And they wanted to race so bad that they come out here on a Friday and a Saturday and they helped me put the fence up so they could race. And, uh, I just I never forgot that. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yep. Some of them brought their Shane Morgan and them brought their work truck with their welder on it and a couple more brought welding trucks and and man, we knocked it out. And uh That is awesome. I don't I won't <clears throat> never forget that. Them helping me out on that. You know the old saying, teamwork makes the dream work. Yep, yep. yep. And yeah, Shane Morgan, I've seen him race a lot. <clears throat> yes, sir. There was about ten or fifteen ten or fifteen of them out here working and, and they they didn't take breaks, they they worked the whole time they were here, you know, and we got it done. Wow. That is awesome. That is dedication right there. That tells you how bad they wanted to race and, and what they thought of the racetrack. Yes, sir. Well, we run the very first SOS Southern All-Star Sprint Car Race right here at Hattiesburg. And uh, that was our opening night, first night we ever opened after we got the track was with, with the sprint cars. And, and every, wow, year since awesome. then, we've, every year since then, we've opened up with the sprint cars and just about ended our season with sprint cars every year. Wow. <clears throat> wow, that's awesome. And I know I know Pete Walton has always done y'all right, and I've met him several times. And Mr. Pete's a really nice guy. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I was always, we was always, you know, we run SOS, you know, until, until their group 
kind of split up, and then that's when we brought Pete in. And we've had Pete ever since. But <clears throat> Pete always was uh, real understanding to know that, you know, I was tied in with SOS group. He just kept calling and said, whenever you think you can, we'll be glad to come. And one day I called him. I said, well, <clears throat> now's your time. And we've we've had a good working relationship ever since. Wow, that's awesome. <clears throat> so yeah. tomorrow night's races, of course, you got the sprints and 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 your other local classes, right? Yes, yeah, so we're gonna everything but our crate cars. We're gonna run the mini sprints tomorrow night, but all of our other local classes will be running except for our crate cars. Okay, cool. <clears throat> the mini sprints are fun to watch because they run a, I believe it's a 600cc Kawasaki motorcycle engine and what they run, right? It's a 600 so some run Yamaha, some run Hondas, uh, different brand motors, but for the most part, they're, okay. they're 600 mini sprints. <clears throat> wow, that's cool. I love watching them race. I remember, I guess it was my first race at Hattiesburg. Y'all had raced them, and I've seen them race at uh, the old Flemington Speedway a bunch. And those things are fast, and they sound they sound like an Indy car going around the racetrack. <clears throat> yes, sir. They are fast, and they put on a good show. Uh, and I'm sure y'all have a pile of those this weekend. <clears throat> well, I want to hope so. Uh, last couple of times we've tried to run them, there's been issues, but, but I'm hoping tomorrow night we have a good turnout. So if there's any sprint car drivers listening, or specifically uh, the mini sprints, y'all be sure and spread the word. Tell everybody that you heard Donald Parker say mini sprint, Hattiesburg Speedway. That's the place to be Saturday night because you don't want to miss it. They're uh, they're gonna put on a good show. Let's pack the stands. Let's let's have standing room only at the racetrack and have pits full of cars. Maybe it'll be twenty, thirty uh, USCS sprint cars there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you do know we're running tomorrow night, not Saturday night this weekend because they're gonna be at Milton okay. Saturday night. Okay, tomorrow night. Okay, so y'all did swap back to Friday. Okay. For this weekend okay. only. Next week, we're going back to Saturday. We 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 already had this race scheduled for Friday night early, early in the season, so we couldn't switch. Okay. Well, that's cool. Hey, uh, Friday nights are good, so uh, y'all be sure and go out tomorrow night. And uh, I I hope a lot of people show up, of course, of course, you get to hear Ron Southern on the announcing. He's he's the best. Uh, there's no comparison. Uh, you'll know when you go to Hayesburg Speedway, when you hear that voice, you know that's Ron Southern because he's a good announcer. I've learned from him. And... Yeah, and he, he should be here. Uh, he's only missed one night since we've been since he's been with us. He wow. had a church out, and uh, he couldn't couldn't miss that. But other than that, he's pretty dedicated. That's awesome. And 
Ron is somebody who I think highly of. Of course, I think highly of Mr. Donald too. But Ron, all, he's always made my logos for me. Uh, he's, he's making my current logo for this podcast. And then um, uh, I'm trying to get him to see if he can do me some T-shirts. And he's done, Ron's done a lot of stuff for me, and I, I thank the world of him. And he's one of those people that that if you need help or if you need prayers, that's the guy to reach out to because he'll he'll be glad to pray for you. And I loved. One thing I witnessed Ron do when I was up there at Hattiesburg, that last race I was there, uh, he, he asked me, he said, hey, you want to go walk the pits with me? I said, sure. So he had a wireless microphone going around talking to drivers. And every driver he went to, he asked them, he said, hey, you got any prayer requests? And even if they told him no, they don't, he'd still say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you. And, and he'd write it down, every single one of them. And, that that stuck with me because I've never seen an announcer do that before, so that was cool. <clears throat> well, you know, here we kind of uh, call him our, our uh, track chaplain here. You know, that's kind of his title other than just an announcer. <clears throat> He's more more known as our track chaplain. And that's great. And I encourage people to look up on Facebook and look up Racing Towards Jesus Ministries which is Ron's ministry, and go like his Facebook page and give him a follow and like on there because uh, I, I like the fact that that Ron prays for people and does that as a racetrack. And and you you never know what big of a difference that'll make in a driver before he gets in the race car because that could you know then prayers could prevent him from getting in a wreck or whatever. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Ron's a real deal. You know he's. He's pretty much, he's always the same person every time you see him. And, and that's one thing I like. And then another thing that's cool about Hattiesburg is, and, and, and I already said this, and I tend to agree, you got the best flag man and a south up there, Ernie, your brother. And it's cool to see the way Ernie flags because he takes two flags and flags that way, and it's just, he gets animated in the flag stand. And that's, you don't see that very often. <clears throat> well, it's it's all part of the show, you know. Uh, I, I seen somebody posted a video of a flagman yesterday or last night. Man, he was getting down on the flag stand, and when when fans <laughs> see a flag flagman do that, it just it just it, it gives them excitement. <clears throat> it it does, don't it? And and already tells me because he, he says all the time. He said, man, I love him, Ernie Parker, man. He's, he's the best flag man in the South as far as I'm concerned. And then and then he just talks about how he gets into it. And then, I get, and then of course, me going the few times I've been, I get to witness it. And it's unbelievable. Like, he, he puts a lot of emotion into it. He just don't get up there and just wave his arms, you know, just blah, blah. It's just he gets up there and put, puts feeling into it. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Well, you don't realize how many kids pay attention to the flagman. Um, I know when I was going to the races as a kid, you know, all eyes is on the flagman, you know, for the most part. And uh, I've tried over the years to get him to wear white pants and a white black striped shirt because when I was growing up as a kid going to the races, that's that's what the flagmans all wore. They wore a, a white and black striped shirt and white pants. Oh wow, that's cool. 
it was, you know, when you seen that white and black striped shirt and white pants walking through the pits, you knew that was a flagman. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <clears throat> wow, that's pretty cool. Um, so your Halloween race. So what are y'all doing for your Halloween race? We did it last year. And it was probably the funnest night I've ever had here at the track since we've been here. <clears throat> but uh, all the drivers brought candy, and some of them even dressed up in Halloween costumes. We had a Halloween costume contest. And and uh, at intermission, we brought all the cars out on the track, and all the people brought their candy and, and one of them dressed up in Halloween costumes and Everybody in the grandstands, from adults to kids, just came out on the flat on the, on the front straightaway and trick or treated everybody on the front straightaway, and it was it turned out big, and everybody wow. had a good time. That that sounds super super awesome, man. That's awesome. Was, I encourage everybody to go down to this. Oh, and I bet y'all have was, a lot of candy. There was no shortage of candy. They was kids <laughs> leaving with sackfuls of candy. Some of the drivers, That's awesome. Some of the drivers had pre-made bags of candy, little little bags, uh, treat bags, and just handed out the treat bags. And I just had a five-gallon bucket full of candy. And, and as the kids come up, adults, whoever, and they, they was waiting on me to give them candy. I said, no, just dig in and get what you want. <laughs> they'd dig in and put them a handful and I'd tell them get more you know and I had candy left over that's awesome because see I I didn't know nothing about that kind of stuff when I was growing up if I had a, if I knew about you know dirt track races and fun stuff like that when I was growing up I'd been the first one in line <laughs> yep last year I think it was Jim French dressed up was it Fred Flintstone wasn't he he made a good Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see the professor wearing a Fred Flintstone suit. Yes, sir. It, it was a fun night. And Ernie Ernie dressed up as Burt Reynolds. And, uh, oh, that's him awesome. And, him and Chase Cooper's little boy, I think, was in the runoff of the winners. And uh, Chase Cooper's little boy was dressed up as hippie Ricky Adam. <laughs> and uh, he he actually won the overall contest. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and we you had know, a guy of... out here dressed up as a as a uh, dragon. Dino- oh. Dinosaur. And it must have been wow. nine foot tall, that costume. <laughs> it, it was pretty awesome. I mean, when we called the kids to the front straightaway, they just kept coming and coming and coming. I don't know where they all came from, but they come out of the woodworks. Wow, that's awesome. So uh, y'all are going to have your regular classes that weekend, and will that be your last race of the season? Yes, sir. We're going to award our points champions their their awards that night as well. Wow, that's awesome. So I encourage so everybody a, to go out 
it's going to be a busy night. It'll be our last night of the year. Last year, like I said, it was a fun time. So, so you're going, uh, you're going to be busier than a one-armed trombone player. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> I've never seen a one-armed trombone player, but let me tell you, that boy would be busy. <laughs> yeah. But tomorrow night, Ernie won't be here flagging. He's going to be out of town on other other deals. And uh, either me or Ronald, my brother, will be flagging tomorrow night. That ought to be a treat. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that'd be special then. So you want to you wanna shout out your points champion winners for this season? Yeah. Uh, well, let me think. Now, I got... Chase Cooper won the Crate Lake Models, which is also the national crate champion. Ricky Adam won the Street Stock, which is also the national crate racing Street Stock champion. Uh, Robert Bird won a Pier Street uh, class. Michael Davis won our Modifieds which I think this might have been his first full season of racing and winning the championship was pretty, pretty big deal for him. Wow, that's and, awesome. And the, guy, and the guy that runs second, which was, uh can't think of his first name, but Breland's his last name, but this was his first full season of racing in Modifieds. So that's a big wow. accomplishment for those two guys to win the First and second, their first full season of racing. We got that is a big, big Becky, deal. Yes, and Becky Williams won the Stinger class. She won it wow. last year. I think that's everybody. But uh, we like to be. <clears throat> we like to. We're proud to to uh, <clears throat> say that we we produce champions here at this racetrack and. and I, you and, you know, know uh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's huge. So uh, before I let you go, I, a cool note to that is, you know, when you mentioned about proud of being the two national champions, so Ron was, was uh, of course, bragging about that last race, and I think it's cool because he, he, he told me, like, this is a little-known fact about little old Hattiesburg Speedway is that we have two national points champions in crate racing USA at our little old track in South Mississippi. And you know what? I agree with Ron. That's a big deal because you got thousands and thousands of crate racing USA drivers across the country. And to produce two champions from y'all's track to beat all these other drivers in the country for that top list is a pretty big deal. So, I think Crate Racing USA should do something special for y'all's track, put up a sign or something. <laughs> to be honest with you, they ain't never they haven't never been here. Really? And wow. This is our tenth season of running this racetrack and out of ten years we've at least had one champion from the street stock or the crate racing in multiple years we've had the champion in both classes the same year. And also this year, I know <clears throat> top five in the crates is all 
from Hattiesburg Speedway. And uh, I know the top wow. three in street stop three in street stop is from Hattiesburg Speedway. Well, that's and, a that's uh, a big di- wow because you know Ricky Item the hippie has close he's got over eight hundred wins, don't he? Yes, sir. And uh, you know it's been known people went around and said you know guys that race here cherry pick, but our our racers. Like Chase Cooper, he has went to every track around this area and won at all of them. Jeremy Item, when he won the national championship, he won at all the all the tracks, not just here. Michael Arnold, when he won it, he won at all different race tracks he went to. Noah Daspit, when he won it, he won at all different race tracks. Shannon Lee won at all different race tracks. So. For people to say that they race here to cherry pick, that's that's a that's a myth. I agree with that. I agree with that because those names you've listed, I've seen them win at multiple other racetracks. So if anybody says any different, tell them to come see me and I'll set them straight because I've seen these drivers win at multiple racetracks. So and Hattiesburg Speedway is one of those tracks. If you can win there, you can win anywhere because that's a tough track to tame. Yeah, so we had a, a racer came down a couple of weeks back from up north Mississippi, and, and he's a top runner everywhere he goes. And he, he told one of my track workers, he said, you know, everybody says Ricky Adam is cherry-picking here at Hattiesburg. But he said, I'm here to tell you he's not. Because he said, I run fifth tonight, and Ricky Adam had to go to the rear, and he passed me on the outside and won the race. So he said, I, wow. I'm here to tell you, he's not cherry-picking at Hattiesburg Speedway. Wow. There's some tough competitors race here. Well, that's cool. So uh, you got anybody you want to shout out and thank real quick uh, before I get to my next guest? Well, if I had some sponsors, I, I, I'd give a big shout-out to some sponsors. But I guess I'm going to shout-out to you. You and Southern well, Dirt Track you. Report, because uh, y'all y'all help us, you know, as much as anybody help us spread the word, and and also Ron Southern, he he does a lot for me behind the scenes, and I got a guy here that's here every week that helps me on race day, Tim Graham, and uh, and you know. I don't. I hate to start calling names because you always forget somebody. But uh, yeah, that's understandable. I, I really, I just don't like to start calling out names because you always gonna forget somebody. But, but I don't blame you. And but well, she got that's, that's awesome. I, sponsors, we don't have <clears throat> we don't have no track sponsors. Well, I encourage any business around the Hattiesburg area. To reach out to Hattiesburg Speedway and sponsor it because, look, you get your business out there. It's a great way to advertise, and you get thousands of people that see your sign at the racetrack. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Why would you want to sponsor Hattiesburg Speedway? So if you're listening from Hattiesburg, hit up Donald Parker about sponsoring because he could use some sponsors. <clears throat> yes, and sir. So, uh, and and I appreciate you calling in, Mr. Donald, and uh, I'm going to get to my next guest, uh, Kayla, here. But uh, 
I'm so glad you called in because I enjoy every time you call in the show. <clears throat> yes, sir, and I appreciate you letting my little grandson talk. You know, he's a little nervous, but but he he oh, won't forget he, he did try. Don't forget it. <laughs> he did find it. Look, he can call in anytime he wants to because I plan on doing several shows before the end of the year. So, Yeah, I, I think you can do a show just with kids. And uh, maybe maybe you could get some of these winners from this box race this weekend on your show next weekend and, and do yes, some interviews with them. These kids, these kids have a ball and uh, – it don't take much to go a long ways with these kids. Yes. So I tell you what, let's plan on that. Let's get some of the parents together. Tell them they can get in contact with me, and we'll get them. We'll get them lined up, and I'll give them the phone number and the link to listen to the show and call in. Because these kids are the future of racing. So that, that's a great idea. I want to do that. Yeah, because that they would eat that up, you know. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you for calling. If you want to listen to the next guest, you can. I appreciate you, Mr. Donald. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. That was Donald Parker. Haysburg Speedway, he is so awesome. I like Mr. Donald. He, I think I like him, so let's get a clap. All right. And we got Kayla Gassner calling in. How you doing, Kayla? Hey, Jared. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing dang near skippy. If I was any better, I'd be a golden goose. I'd lay a golden egg. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm so glad you got to call in because I've been talking to you uh, for a while about calling in. And I know, me too. You. So I, I love watching the race, and I've been pulling for you to win a race this year at Tri-County Speedway. And the season ain't over yet. You could win. And, uh of course, um, I love talking to Shane Booth, and Shane's been helping you with your car, mm-hmm. and 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 I love how he he's been helping you, and because uh, I, I always talk with him, and I said, man, I I I got Caleb picked to win, and I tell you what, you you've been getting better and better this season. So tell everybody about your season. <clears throat> I certainly appreciate the support. I um yeah, Shane had he's one of those people you know that just puts it in ways that you understand you know someone could tell me the exact same thing over and over again and then Shane walks up and says it in a way that I can understand and he's really good at you know he'll walk me to the track and you know point out certain things or you know bring me up there where you do your recordings at where he sits usually and uh, points out you know Mostly the stock cars, you know, when we watch them because they're closer to our class, he'll, you know, look at this one, look at that one. You see how this one's doing this, that one's doing that. Watch for this spot on the track. And he's, he's been a, a huge track mentor, and I'm, you know, extremely thankful to have him help us this season. You know, he he's one of the main reasons that I have improved drastically um, for that, but I know I, I, some of those guys out there are, you know, tough to beat. Brady Hall and Peanut Carnley, they are fantastic guys and are very skilled drivers. And I, you know, <clears throat> I'm not, you know, I, I, 
I'm more of a realistic person, and I, you know, <clears throat> I just tell myself, let's let's stay on the track, let's finish the race, let's load the car up the same way, <clears throat> and that's a win in my book. Because those those young kids, like they, I mean, they're awesome, and they live for that stuff, and you know, they <clears throat> they've done excellent this year. Oh, uh, so, I remember uh, one race. It was one race. I was up there and I was filming, and me and Shane were talking. And it was your feature time, and I was telling him, I said, "Man, I hope she wins. I hope she does good." And then, like, uh, it was uh, like there was a driver had spun or something. I can't remember what race it was. There was a driver had spun, and I remember him saying, "Go, can I move on up, pass him, pass him?" And then, like, you ended up finishing. I think it was third that night, and that was really, really cool to see. Yeah, one thing I have definitely learned over these past three seasons is how to dodge wrecks. <laughs> I have <laughs> learned that is, like, the number one thing. Uh, you know, it was one season I was drawn to the wall like nobody else, and then now it's gotten to where, you know, the I think last season my car had no brakes whatsoever and you know everybody tells you well you don't need brakes in dirt track racing well i'm here to tell you you need brakes in dirt track racing because it was it it was just you know chaotic well this season adam gave me excellent brakes and i mean excellent brakes you barely touch them and you're coming to a stop and it has Saved me from a lot of a lot of mishaps because if there there's been several times where all I could do was just mash on the brakes and close my eyes and hope for the best and it was like I think it was this weekend this past weekend in Baker it we went there for our first race um, at Baker this season and there was an incident where two people had spun out in front of me and all I could do was just hit the brakes and of course when I hit the brakes I sailed toward the wall and when I opened my eyes I was like a half a foot from from hitting the wall and I was like thank you Adam for my brakes it's good to have brakes I don't know why somebody and I've heard that before you don't need brakes yes you do you don't want to die I I, I don't know I'm a safety guru because safety is a big deal some people there's so many people that skip on safety and that scares me right (laughs) Well, I know I, a lot of people, uh, I surprise a lot of people when I tell them that, you know, the first season, this is our third season driving, so the first season was kind of a, you know, throw a car together, get out there, let's see what we can do. So, it, you know, we had a lot of problems with that car, um, you know, belts breaking, brakes going in and out, just, you know, little things like that. So I had to learn, I guess, the hard way at first versus learning the easy way and working my way up. So my car right now, having brakes on my car this season is a massive plus, but I I cannot drive with power steering. I don't know how, so my car don't have power steering in it. And, you know, I thought that was like just, a common thing, but after talking to a few other drivers, 
you know, they were like, no, uh, we wouldn't go out there without power steering. And I'm sitting here in my mind thinking the one and only time I came out here with power steering, I came out of staging past the flag stand and went right into the tractor tires. So we immediately cut the belt and went from there. Wow. Well, I'm glad. So you got power steering now, then? No. Oh, you don't. Okay. No. I was thinking. No. Okay. We we don't. We we Adam Adam had asked me uh, a few races ago if I wanted to put it on the car, and we kind of tossed it up, and you know, it was like, well, we've only got X amount of races left. I don't want to, you know, jeopardize messing the car up for the end of the season, and you know, I know that I can drive it the way it is now. I know that I am comfortable with it. So let's just kind of suck it up because, you know, it, it was kind of after racing all night, you know, by the time I got done and loaded the car, my wrists were sore. They were cramping up. So, you know, he was like, it ain't really worth all that. And I was like, no, let's just tough it out the rest of the season and start of next season. We'll throw it on there and learn from there and go. Oh, that's cool. Well, I can tell you this. For you to drive without power steering and to handle it the way you do, that's pretty good. I'm impressed. Well, I appreciate it. I've I've definitely, um, like I said, you know, between Shane helping me, you know, kind of with the small details and me being able to relate to Adam. You know, I've I've always told people, and he's probably going to kill me for saying this, but Adam owns his own construction business, and I would always tell people, my husband can do anything that is out there except for electricity and mechanic work. And he (laughs) has completely, I mean, in the past three years, I know this car that we have this season, he completely built it from ground up. So, I mean, I commend him tremendously for learning, you know, I mean, that's a lot to learn. And I can come in and tell him, you know, you know, the car's a little too tight, you know, it's a little too loose, it's pulling, it's pushing, it's not turning. And he immediately knows where to go to, what to do, what to fix. It just is, you know, I always, you know, like I said, I think I told you this before, I'm just the driver. Like, he he's the man behind everything. That's awesome. Um, so what do you do? What is your favorite thing you do for safety-wise? What do you like in safety stuff? <clears throat> I like, and if you'll watch, in staging, you'll notice, but I'm big on my seat belt. I really like, and I don't know if it's more of an like an anxious thing or a, just a you know nervous thing, but I will constantly <clears throat> loosen my shoulder strap and then retighten them, loosen them and retighten them, and I'll you know try to move. And if I'm able to move any, I tighten them <clears throat> more and. I just I keep doing that until I find that comfort to where I feel as if something was to happen, I wouldn't move that much. So my 
my shoulder belt on my seat belt is probably the most important thing that I really, if I had to have one thing safety-wise in my car, it would have to be my shoulder belt. That's awesome. Because seat belts, seat belts are no jokes. And, and the scary thing is, in racing today, there's drivers out there that if it wasn't made mandatory, they wouldn't have it, especially seatbelts, whatever, and that's a scary thought. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I tell I tell anybody and everybody when they, you know, ask me, well, aren't you scared you're going to get hurt out there, um, you know, and all, all that stuff. I feel 100% safer in that dirt track car than I ever had <clears> in my <throat> Toyota 4Runner that I drive on the highway. I mean, I have a, you know, a four-point harness, five-point harness in there. You know, I've got, I'm, I'm bolted to the seat. Like, I, the only way I'm coming out of that car is if the whole seat comes with me. Awesome. And, you know, one, one important thing that we have, you know, kind of um, made sure of, which a lot of people don't, don't really pay attention to, but it is one thing that I make sure I look at at least every few weeks, just to keep a reminder, is the expiration date on your seatbelt. Um, you know, they're there for a reason. A lot of people, you know, they'll buy seatbelts, not really pay attention to the expiration date, or have had them for years, not really pay attention, but they do expire. And, you know, they put that expiration date on there for a reason. So, I make sure to always keep up with when they expire, when I have to replace them, and things like that. That's, things that you don't really think of, you know. Yeah. That's great because, and a lot of racetracks make it mandatory that your seat belts have to be this and this year model or newer because I've, right. I've seen people, I've seen people that, uh, like, they don't think about their neck, they don't, neck braces, they don't have, they don't wear gloves. There's all kind of stuff that if I was a safety inspector, I guess I'd be the safety Nazi because people wouldn't like me because I'd be, I'd be going around, oh, you ain't got this, you ain't got that. <laughs> and, no, I mean, that, you know, I know it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a pain for some people because I mean, those things are not the most cheapest, you know, in the world, but I would definitely be out money for a seatbelt instead of having to pay a copay at a doctor's office because, you know, I broke this or I hurt that or this or that. And, you know, I've, I've, I mean, you have watched me enough to know that me and that concrete wall are best friends. So I have yeah. hit it enough to know what whiplash fits. That is honestly, not- I think after, after I hit the wall, during that race that I hit it underneath the flag stand. I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but I was spinning out and hit it head on right underneath the flag stand. I hit it so hard. I moved the, um, like the guardrail at Tri-County underneath the flag stand. And that race right there was when I started really tightening and fidgeting with my, belt because I had horrific whiplash the next day from that wreck 
and it was all because my belts were not properly tightened. And, you know, if you don't have your belts properly tightened, if you ain't got the the uh, proper neck gear, good helmet, you, I mean, it's like Dale Earnhardt, I'm a NASCAR fan. I've been watching NASCAR right. since Moby Dick was a sardine. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> and so, like, Dale Earnhardt, I, I recorded it. Like, I cried when Dale Earnhardt died because I was a fan. Oh, we did, too. And Sterling yep. Mar- Marlin, to this day, Sterling Marlin has Parkinson's, but he still races in local asphalt racing where he's from. And he does, he's getting pretty bad off, but he still races. But he still blames himself to this day because he hit Dale Earnhardt. And, it, and, and everybody told him, said, no, it wasn't you that killed Dale Earnhardt. It was Dale Earnhardt not having his seatbelt come loose, not the proper safety gear, and then hitting, right. hitting the wall like that. And then not long after that, the Hans device became mandatory in NASCAR. And, yep. you know, and if I had to guess, people uh, made a joke of it, like, oh, you know, like, like anything in safety, whether it's fuel arrestor or whether it's uh, any, uh, like a – uh, helmets, whatever people like. Oh, they, they make fun of something like that, and then and then when it actually happens to somebody, and they make it mandatory. Then they're like, now you see why they made this mandatory, and then it just blew up right. and went from there. And well, I think it's you know, yeah, Southern that, was... that is <clears throat> when we raced at Southern. If I'm not mistaken, when we did pre-tech, they told us that. Um, when we came back, we needed to have an Earnhardt bar in the car, you know, a part of the roll cage. So, you know, it that that did make me feel good, you know, that they are, you know, during pre-tech, they are checking what they need to check and making sure drivers <clears> are <throat> safe. And, you know, they, they're able to point things out and tell, you know, communicate with us, you know, this is what you need. This is why you need it. We require it here. And so, I, you know, that, that made me feel really good that they were recognizing Wow, that's it. awesome. That's great. That's great to hear that because I love it when tracks require safety gear. And I know I know there's going to be some people out there that say, that's more money. I can't afford that. I say, well, what's more important, your life? Or that if you want to go home to your family and say, hey, I'm okay, I'm fine, it's just a scratch then you can thank safety gear for that, you know. Right. And, you know, a lot of people, I mean, when they watch wrecks that happen out there, I um, I know uh, there was a wreck, I think it was last season, at Baker, <clears throat> uh, Brady Hall, the 22, and Derek White, 38. They collapsed, and both cars, like, flipped several times. And, ooh, you know, ooh. everybody – was in the stands and that was one of the races I wasn't racing in. I was actually watching. So I, I got to feel what it felt, I guess, what my family feels by watching someone, you know, and care for, you know, out there during that. And so when I seen that happen, you know, everybody was just in silence. And then, I mean, it wasn't just maybe a half a second. They both like just, popped up out of whatever window was accessible for them at the time, and they both were perfectly fine. And I know I'm not sure what safety equipment um, 
Derek has, but I, know, I do know Brady has the Hans device or, you know, something relatively close. So it, you know, it's, wow. it's one thing to see a wreck like that, but then, you know, for them to be able to <clears throat> unhook themselves and just climb out and walk around, it's like, you know, wow, that, that right there yeah, that's is a, safety. That's a huge, I agree, I agree. And that's a huge blessing from God. They survived that. That's a testament that God was riding with Brady and Derek that night. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was definitely uh definitely a, a scary and it's you know, it's different when I when I go out there it is <clears throat> to me the most relaxing just carefree, out-of-my-mind place to be. It's, I tell people, you know, it's the one place, if you if you struggle with anxiety and anxiousness and things like that, it is the one place or the one thing that you can do or that I do that my mind is forced to focus on one thing and exactly what I'm doing because if you don't, I mean, you know, you'll end up hurt. So, you know, mentally I'm forced to focus on what I'm doing so my mind's not out wondering. It's not, you know, thinking about, you know, what what I'm doing tomorrow, what I'm doing next week, what i got to get done. I'm forced and focused on one thing. And, you know, so it, it's fun and relaxing for me. But for, you know, Adam and my mom, my dad also races a few um, races also with me. So for them to sit up there and watch, you know, it's kind of like they're all on their toes and, and, you know, just scared to death, worried something's going to happen. And then I'm out there just like, you know, oh, this is just, you know, this is great. This is fun. This is relaxing. And so having to watch, you know, my, the drivers in my class that I know and talk to, Seeing something like that happen, I, I kind of can put myself in the position, you know, my family is in. But also when my dad goes out there with me, you know, everybody asks me several times, you know, what's 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 the matter? Why why do you look, you know, so anxious? Why do you look so worried? And I'm like, my dad's out here, like, you know, it's one thing to have him up there watching, but when he's on the track with you, it's like, you know, I get that my family's out there, I'm worried feeling like everybody else is. And, you know, Saturday when he hit the wall, um, this past race at Tri-County, when he uh, came around and got pushed from the back and ran into the wall, you know, it, I immediately, like, slowed down my car and stopped and went around him and looked to make sure and, and waited for that thumbs up to let me know he was okay because it was like, like, what, just kind of, I, it's just a you know a scary feeling to see that happening and you can't get or do anything and I guess that's kind of what family members feel like that's watching you know their kids or their <clears throat> brothers or things out there or, you know you see something about to happen you see it happen and you can't get out there to help you you're dependent on other people to help them. Wow, that's that's neat. Uh, and 
Um, thankful he's okay. It wasn't tore up too bad, was it? <clears throat> no, not not too not too bad. They can't uh, beat it out and fix it up. Okay, well that's cool. So I'll be seeing you this weekend. Uh, so real quick, talk about your championship this year. You won the championship in Bombers at Northwest Florida, which is a huge accomplishment to win at the Swamp. So talk about that. Um, yeah, at uh, Tri-County this year, uh, it, I mean, really it's just being consistent. I mean, you know, Brady is a phenomenal driver, awesome young kid, on and off the racetrack, raised by great parents, and he has won, you know, a ton of races at Tri-County, and I think, you know, I've came in third a few times and top five several times, but, you know, this this just, if anything, shows that person that knows that, you know, or feels like they're not capable of winning a race, that's okay. Just be consistent, stay on the track, find you a spot in the back that you feel comfortable because comfort to me is 90% of success in racing. And, you know, find a spot that you're comfortable in, learn from that spot, take that opportunity when, you know, Mm -hmm. You're in the back, and, you know, you don't got no cars around you. Take that opportunity to learn things about your car and about the track and improve on that. Find one thing each race and improve on it. And, you know, just be consistent. Finish the race. Don't, you know, competitiveness is a big part of it, but I feel like some people push it to the next level. And that's when things happen that you don't, you know, really want to see happen. So, you know, just find your comfort and learn, you know, where you feel comfortable at and improve off that and stay consistent each time, each race, and be there. Oh, and so I'm looking at this. So I'm looking at my race pass. And I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know if you've looked, but I encourage everybody to download my race pass. It's awesome. And if you can afford the monthly subscription or the yearly subscription, do that. I'm going to do that next. But uh, I'm looking at the points for Tri-County Speedway and Bombers. And when I say... Uh, yeah, I know what you're about to say. A lot of people say... Let's see. what it, uh, How long I put it? Um you, so, uh, most of the time, I'll say close on the counts and horseshoes and hand grenades, but this time, this is pretty daggone close. You won 480 points, and Brady Hall finished second with 479 points. My goodness, that is, wow, that's awesome that you won by one point. <clears throat> I know, and I mean, I'm, like I said, I am, I'm extremely grateful, you know, for finishing top of the points, but you know, Brady has really I I I've got to honestly give him all the credit because <clears throat> he has really put in the work and you know 
he has shown up and he has driven his heart out and he has finished, you know, first, second, or third each race. I, I think I've lost count how many races this season he's won, but it is close to uh, all of them, maybe like 10 or 11-ish, somewhere like that. So he, it, I mean, it was just one of those, you know, just one of those odd things that just, just, you know, in a crazy turn of events, this happened. But I, I've, I've got to give, you know, Brady, Brady deserves way more recognition than I do because he has really done the work this season at Tri County, and I think he is point leader currently um, at Northwest Florida Speedway. So. You know, kudos wow. to him. Definitely, definitely somebody I would have on top of my list to watch and learn from. Awesome. And another cool thing about my race pass is a lot of people don't know this, and I hope a lot of people's listening because I want a lot of people to hear this. So the cool thing about my race pass is there's lots and lots of drivers on there. But when you look at my race pass, their profile picture is blank. And when right. you sign up for my race pass, you can do be be cool like Kayla. She's got a cool picture of her in the stands <laughs> and then got a cool picture of her race car on there. And I like that about race pass. A lot of people don't know you can do that. You can update your pictures. You can update your bio. You can put where you live, how many races you have. Oh, and yeah. I you encourage a lot of people – yeah, and I wish more people did that because I, I, I get to looking at profiles because I actually look at this stuff because I'm a computer nerd and I look at this stuff and I'm like, really, this don't tell tell me about this driver. This don't tell me about so-and-so. And it's mainly because right. a lot of people don't know it exists. And even even racetracks can do that with their profile on there. So I I think it's cool you got yours updated. Oh yeah, we definitely Adam and I both utilize it, and I think I think I pay for the the yearly subscription because I like to watch. Um, with the yearly subscription, I know with Tri County, I'm not sure with other races, but it has live timing, so you can see, you know, your lap time and what was your fastest lap and what was your slowest lap and things like that. So I utilize that a lot, and then you know, Adam, we both when we kind of know like our normal people who are racing that weekend. And so when we see somebody that, you know, is, is new or has, <clears throat> we don't recognize, we immediately go to my race pass and go to their um, profile to see if they have like their hometown or their state or something, anything about them. So we can kind of be like, Oh, well they're from, you know, this <clears throat> place or they're from, you know, Mississippi or, you know, kind of get a feel for them and see what they're about. That's cool. Um, so you got any sponsors or anybody you want to shout out before we get uh, in the show? Sure. I, um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, obviously, Adam with uh, his construction business, Gassner Construction, um, if anybody needs any construction work, you will be helping me build my race car for next season, FYI. Um, but awesome. he, you know, obviously 
he's my main sponsor, my biggest sponsor, and then um, Zeno Carpenter, uh, um, you know, all my exhaust work and put my motor in and, you know, all the detail work, uh, Ace Bondurant here in Bruton, uh, Mike Webb with Webb's Auto. He races also. Uh, Matt Salter with Pro Air. Great, great, great uh, AC person here in Bruton, Pro Air. They, you know, <clears throat> they will go any time of day or night and get you fixed up. And uh, my parents with their business, Eric and Kim Gray with Partner.co, they have helped tremendously and you know I've got a ton of others but those you know are who I can think of off the top of my head um but sponsors are definitely definitely a huge blessing this is this is honestly my first season that I've gotten sponsors I'm not big on I'm, I'm not a person that's big on asking uh you know, for money or for help or anything like that. And so this is the first season I went out and told people what I was doing. And, you know, to my surprise, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll help you. And so I managed to get a pretty good bit of people. And I'm, you know, I wouldn't have the car I have if it wasn't for all of them. That's awesome. Well, uh, I thank you for coming on the show. And I'll definitely see you this weekend. So y'all come out to the swamp and fight off those mosquitoes that are bigger than hummingbirds <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and watch the race. I know. Clay, Clay's <laughs> little uh, football team, when they're practicing, they're out there spraying mosquito spray everywhere, and they're like, do you want some? And I'm like, nah. Like, I'm immune to them now. Like, these, these little things don't bother me. <laughs> but... uh <laughs> I wanted to give you a quick little shout-out, and congratulations to you for being the new Tri-County Speedway announcer. That is awesome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I got to say – Man, I'm so excited uh, for that. Oh, yeah. Look, if if anybody's ever watched my race videos, they know I get animated. They know I love making people laugh. I love telling jokes, whether it's a Chuck Norris joke or a Christian joke, whatever. And – like I get animated on my videos and I had four or five people come up to me last weekend at Tri County Speedway. I mean excuse me, Northwest Florida, what am I thinking? And uh and you were the first one to come up to me and congratulate me, so I appreciate that. That's that's very cool. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think I was one of the first ones that seen it on Facebook and I immediately showed Adam and I'm like, There is not a better person <laughs> for this job than Jared. Like he and I think my exact words to Adam was, like, he really cares. Like, he mm-hmm. learns the drivers. And like I told you um, Saturday night at Baker, you know, I hear, you know, a car called out a different number four or five times during the night, and then they finally get it right. And I'm like, you know, Jared studies this stuff. Like, he knows. He communicates with the drivers. Like, he mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that because, like, like I watch, like, uh, my my racing videos, like, I uh, let's see, these are in a one-arm trombone player. I don't even describe it because I'm sitting there holding, (laughs) 
one <laughs> one part of my tripod was <laughs> oh, one yeah, part I, of my tripod was and then and then the other hand I've got my cell phone trying to flip through my race pass to find the name of the driver. And that's not no easy task to sit there and flip through my race pass and you're trying to focus on the leader or, the, or whatever. Go, Woo. Well, I'm telling you, like, if you, if you would have never, if you would never tell anybody how you do that, it, it would never be known because it, it <laughs> like, just, it's effortlessly and so smoothly and you're able to catch everything. And I, I always wait for you to post your videos that you take because I learn so much from watching videos. And I have I have other people that videotape the races and send them to me, but <clears throat> I always wait cool. for yours because it's the best view. It's always, you know, some people who take videos follow the lead car and miss half the cars, and it's just a mess. But your videos, you get the whole track. You know, it's not zoomed in or focused on one thing. It it shows everything, and it is just so awesome to sit there and watch and hear you uh, talk and you know express yourself. And it, it's just awesome. Like I'm, I'm so excited for you. Well, thank you. Well, that's like, like, uh, like one of the things I do with with my video camera. It's a pretty old camera, but it's got a great zoom on it and. I've learned over the years, uh, when I first started videoing many, many moons ago, I learned over the years, you can't just focus on the leader only. There's racing all throughout the track. You have to go through and, and then of course, yes, you need to focus on the leader a lot when there's a lot of back and forth battling, whatever, but you still got to focus, go back toward. And another thing I like to do is when I zoom in, uh, I'll pick a driver and I've done it with you a few times. And I'll say, hey, let's take a full lap with so-and-so. And I'll follow that car around for one solid lap. And then I'll zoom back out and then go back to filming the other cars and stuff. I like to do that because uh, for at least one lap uh, with a driver because then they can go back and look at that and see how they drive in the corners, whatever, exactly. and it kind of helps them. And so that's kind of a cool thing I learned how to do. And uh, it's just fun doing that, especially the – the announcing it and going back and forth part. And I was telling Isaiah, like, oh, Larry, Larry Fox, I've nicknamed him Fred Flintstone. And <laughs> <laughs> on my videos, on my videos, you'll hear it when he goes out there in the town of Bedrock car. Like, I'll be like, I'll be, oh, there's Fred Flintstone taking the lead. Oh, LJ Fox, yabba dabba do. And then this, and then when he wins the race, I'm like, oh, Fred Flintstone just won the race. And <laughs> well, I, and so, I'm, you, I, I'm the prime example of, you know, getting the whole field in your camera because, I mean, you know as well as I do, my comfort zone is in the back, and I love it in the back. And so yeah. I like to work my way up and be, you know, consistent that way instead of, you know, so that's why, you know, I really like your videos because I'm able to watch my progress throughout the race. So that's awesome. But um, awesome. I wanted to, uh, my master mechanic <clears throat> is sitting here with me, and he wanted to give you a little shout-out. Oh, yeah, please do. 
Hey, Jerry, this is Adam. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, uh, I, I just I just overheard you talking about uh, holding your phone and your iPad and everything else, and uh, Isaiah just put out a message. I think he said you're going to be the announcer and the flag man this coming weekend. Oh, okay. Well, that's, everything that's, that's bigger than a one-arm. Well, hey, look, that's bigger than a one-arm paper hanger with a case of the highs. <laughs> look, if you can do that, if you can be the flag man and the announcer all at once, I will buy you a steak dinner. I will shake your hand and congratulate you for being the busiest person on earth. <laughs> I, I think I think you can do it. Man, I think they underestimate. You know what all when I'm out there, I, I I pick on Jamie Bell all the time because you know she's she's my person in my ear, and it is so funny because you know by the time we're usually the last class out there, so you know we're ready to wrap it up, we're ready to go home, and she'll get mm. in our ears and she would be you know jokingly obviously but she would be fussing at the flag man she'll be fussing at us and i think the past couple races you know when i would spin out i told her i said i guess we're not on number basis anymore i think we made it to name basis because you know <laughs> she would usually say uh you know car in the bottom of turn four fifty one and you know now she's gotten to say the car in the bottom of turn four it's kayla y'all watch her <laughs> I'm like, Jamie, please don't call me out like that. I'm already embarrassed. Wow. And so it, it, it's all, they are just, uh, the day family is just a great, fun family. You know, they, oh, they're super, super sweet. And, you know, kudos to them for volunteering their time for the benefit others to have fun. Yeah. And, and I, I hope this weekend, and I hope the weekend of the, uh, and which reminds me, if Isaiah's listening, I got to get with him about making a uh, uh, Facebook event and posting a flyer so I can send out invites to people, but for the next race. But like, I hope we pack the stands. I, I'm tired. I don't want to see 30 fans in the stands because tracks don't make money with 30 fans. They need the two or 300 fans. I want to see the whole standing room only. I want to see everybody up there screaming, you know, because it's, it's two races left in the season. And I've always told people that racing is better than football. And if you want to see cool people like Kayla race, then come to Tri-County this weekend. <laughs> well, I know this this weekend, this weekend is my favorite race um, because of the hayride and the kids. Like, I, it doesn't – it didn't really <clears throat> resonate with me until here recently – how many people actually come to watch a certain driver? I didn't. I didn't realize until actually talking with this Maryland. Um, you know, I never go over to the stand side unless they have funnel cake fries. Other than that, I'm always over there in the pit. And she, you know, mentioned to me, she was like, "I don't think you realize how many little girls you have that come here just to watch you." <clears throat> and it kind of oh, like. Cool. You know, it kind of just, like, took me back for a second. I'm like, you know, I'm just doing this because, you know, it. my grandfather did it. It keeps the legacy alive. I want to pass it down to Clay. I never, like, thought about, 
me being, you know, somebody's favorite driver or somebody coming just to watch me or an inspiration for little girls. Like it, it just, it, it never really hit me until just a couple weeks ago. And so it was really cool, really cool <clears throat> feeling to realize that. So, you know, I'm super excited for this weekend's race. I have a lot of people who told me that they can't wait <clears throat> to come by and take pictures with the car and meet me. And it, it's just awesome. It gets the fans involved and, and, I, I really hope there's a lot of fans because I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing not a lot of fans at any racetrack, really. And I, I and of course, part of it's the economy, whatever. But then football comes in. But I, I I'm always gonna say that racing is better than football. And this weekend, you'll get a super awesome candy. Get to do the hayride because what racetrack does a hayride? And of course, they get right. that candy. So. Bring your kids to the racetrack. That's important because then your kids will want to come back more. And mm-hmm. it's what better way than to get outdoors instead of glued to a TV screen. <clears throat> right. And I think, you know, it with Tri-County doing the hayride through the pit and giving, you know, the uh, fans that, you know, usually sit in the stands kind of a, a peek behind the scenes and letting them – you know, take that time, uh, you know, that that's why it's my favorite race. I always go above and beyond with my goodie bags, with my extras, because, you know, like I said a while ago, you don't realize, you know, how many kids come to watch just this one racer. Like, they, they wait there all night, beg to come just to watch this one person race. So, you know, and it, it just, it's awesome just to see all those little kids. Yeah, because when I was little, I didn't know nothing about dirt track racing. I was born, I was born with a NASCAR program glued to my face. I was always watching NASCAR. <laughs> and but <laughs> when I was a when I was a wee little lad, I dressed up as uh, I dressed up as uh, Richard Petty one year for Halloween. <laughs> and so it's like the King Richard Petty. So I know what it's like to. To, to nerd out, meeting your favorite driver or whatever, you know, right. so, yeah. Well, my mom had me at dirt track. We It was in my family. Like I said, my grandfather did it and my uncles did it. And my mom has a picture and a video where I was five days old mm-hmm. and she took me to my first race at Flemington Speedway. And they decorated wow. my uncle's car with bows and everything, so... When I say I have been, you know, a part of the races since I was a baby, I mean, five days old, I was there in the stands with my parents, and it was an every weekend thing down at Farmington Speedway. And actually, uh, four years ago, this Halloween race was when Adam came up to me and asked me, do you want me to build you a car? And so... This, you know, this Halloween race at Tri-County means more, you know, it's just an awesome little flashback to where we were and where we are, and it just always has that memory. That's cool. Uh, Racing is, uh, especially local racing, is a really huge, huge deal. And uh, I like all kind of racing. Like I was talking about in my post yesterday, if a redneck wants to get a horse and buggy and race, I'm down for it. And uh <laughs> right. 
I need so, I need a like, book of all your little your little sayings. Yeah, your Jaredisms. <laughs> I need a I need a book of all your Jaredisms because they are cracking oh, us up. Like Adam is dying laughing every time you say something. So work on that. I need a book of Jaredisms. You're killing me over here, dog. You're killing me. <laughs> I think the I think the one about uh, something about Moby Dick before he was a sardine or something was my favorite. At, <laughs> like I need I need a Jaredism book. And most of these I hear from somebody else. Like my best friend Matt Harbaugh. Shout out to Matt. He he said that one time. He said I've been doing this since Moby Dick was a sardine. And I said, there it goes. <laughs> I and love so, that. The, the I'm best, definitely going to uh, need a book of it. Like Jeff Foxworthy, he's always been my redneck idol. I look up to his, you know, you might be a redneck jokes and stuff, and some of that stuff spins spins off of that. And then, uh, of course, I love my Chuck Norris jokes. And uh, I was at Chuck and Speed. I mean, crap. Northwest Florida Speedway one night, and I was telling Scott Sessions one of my usual Chuck Norris jokes, and he just busted out laughing. And then he says. He looks at me and says, did you know that Chuck Norris can win a go, uh, super late model race on a go-kart? I said, dang, <laughs> I lost well, it, man. Jared, I thought that Jared, was so funny. Jared, don't leave us um, hanging. What was, your, what was your favorite Chuck Norris joke? Oh, gosh. Um, whew, I got I got a top I got a top top 100 list, and if I had to <laughs> – one of the uh, give me, see. Give me one of the give me one of the top five. Okay, one of the top five is uh and, and I'm a huge Chuck Norris fan by the way, but it says uh uh crop circles are Chuck Norris's way of telling the world that sometimes corn needs to lie down. <laughs> <laughs> well look, with you with you being the announcer at Tri County now, we have got to all rally together and go to Chuck in a united front and get him to get the speakers working on the back side of the pit so we can all laugh and joke when you speak. Because right now, Adam and I can't hear Jack squat. But we are going to have to rally together as a united front now that Jared's the announcer. So if we got to find a way to redneck rig it, we'll get some Gorilla Glue and duct tape and do something. Yes, yes, yes. We uh, definitely so can do before that. I, before I get you off here, I got <laughs> I got one more. And uh, before the Black Eyed Peas met Chuck Norris, they were known as the Peas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely sending this podcast to Chuck so he can listen to the last little bit of this so he'll know why we need the speaker fixed in the back of the pit. Hey, Jared. Yeah. Yes. When God said, when God said, let there be light, Chuck Norris said, say please. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. Look, look, they... Uh, Chuck Norris can do a wheelie you see on the what I have to live with? <laughs> Adam has officially started his um, dad joke era. So I have a, oh, I that's have, right. 
I have a I have a dad joke waiting on me every day, and you know dad jokes are not funny at all. They're just ridiculously stupid. So, what was the one you told me the other day about your right hand and your left hand? Yeah. It's something about what does your left hand and two plus two equals five have in common? And I was thinking about this for like forty five minutes, and I'm like, okay, I give up. And he says. Neither neither of them are right. I, I, just, I just looked at him like, are you serious? Like, really? And he's like, I've been waiting all day to tell you that. And I'm like, you are like, no, don't, don't, you know, don't share this with anybody. Jeez. That's awesome. I'm like, good Lord, like. Get out of this state, oh. <laughs> Well, look, Adam, you gonna I'm gonna get to racetrack early. You are gonna have to hit me up when you get there, and we'll share jokes with each other. <laughs> that sounds good, man. I, I'll probably be I'll probably be dressed up in a Chuck Norris costume. Oh God. Oh, and look, if 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 somehow I know this may sound silly or stupid, but if somehow Chuck Norris was to ever listen to this podcast and gave his approval, <laughs> I would think. <laughs> If he did a little, if he did a little short video clip, says this is Chuck Norris approved, I would flip. My my year would be right. made. Well, I, I think I think Chuck Norris would approve this this podcast. I think the closest we're gonna get is Chuck Day. Hey, that, that, that's as close as we're gonna get. He's the, he's the other think, version of Chuck Norris, right? I think that's as close as we're gonna get is Chuck Day. Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I, I I appreciate you calling on the show. That was really cool. I I thank you for having me, and I am so sorry I wasn't able to get to you a couple of weeks ago. It's oh no, look, every football, I, it has been so sporadic. I've always said that everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer in that, and I I think I think today was just meant to be. Like God said, here you go. This is going to be the ultimate podcast. The podcast. So that that's what it ended up. So that that's cool. They weren't gonna have plus work yet. And I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't point champion um a few weeks ago when you asked me, so Yes. That's right. So like that's perfect. See, everything does happen for a reason. Because you went point champion yep. and now you are. So what better time? You went, to, you went from having uh, Kayla Gassner bomber fifty one driver <laughs> on my podcast tonight to Tri-County Speedway Bomber Champion, oh, Kayla Gassner. Now, now she's talking big. You better get off there. <laughs> I, I hope no, a lot I, of people I, listen I, tonight. I asked Isaiah the other day. I, I sent him. He sent me that uh, picture for <clears> approval. The Bruton that, Bombshell. Yeah, the Bruton Bombshell. He was like, "Is this does this meet your approval? And I said, yeah, that, that's awesome. Great. You know, whatever. And I, a few minutes later, I messaged him back, and I said, just out of curiosity, I said, I have not been, like, telling people that I've won it. Um, I haven't been, you know, sharing it with anybody or bragging about it. I'm not a person to brag, uh, especially on myself. I don't like being recognized for anything. And uh, I said, I, I just want to make sure, like, it's official. Like, I can tell people. I, I won't jinx myself. He's like, it is official, darling. You can <clears throat> spread the word. And so I was like, okay, great. And I think shortly you know, after it, he posted that picture, so I was like, 
it's official. See, it ain't nothing wrong with bragging on yourself because I've always been one of those people that's been behind the scenes, always put other people first. But every now and then, it's good to it's good to be in the spotlight. I I don't mind the spotlight at all. I'm like, okay, cool as grips, you know. I mean, just just let it go. Well, hopefully, I'll and get there it, one day. Oh, she, you. I mean, you on a show tonight. You and and you got the championship, so that's pretty cool. So. Uh, that's what I, I had asked Isaiah also. I said, what all goes on, like, as a legacy race? And he's like, do not start getting stage fright now. He's like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to be fine. And I'm like, do I really have to, like, go in front of everyone? He's like, yes, you really do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and and I'm sure I'm sure they'll get me to go down there and uh, with a wireless mic and interview y'all, so. Oh, it, it, it'll be cool. You'll oh, be fine. You're going to have me cracking up. Look, because I asked you earlier, I said, are you as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, I am. So if you come down there to interview us, embarrass you, her. Embarrass you are her. going to look at me, and I am going to give the loudest cackle anybody had ever seen. And, like, all I'm going to think about is Chuck Norris and dad jokes. As soon as you open your mouth, I am going to cackle so loud. And they're all going to look at me like, what is going on? That's funny right there. That's funny right there. Uh, Well, looks like we're out of time for the show. I'm glad y'all got to call in. So, uh. If anybody wants to share this show, y'all share it. Well, thank you. Thanks, Adam. And uh, thanks, Carolyn. So that's cool. Yeah, thank you, Jared. And uh, just thanks, Tri-County. And we just appreciate everything y'all do for us. All right. Awesome. All right. So that was uh, was Kayla and Adam. So we're going to play out my song to end the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I got to give a shout out to Chase Montgomery. Uh, I think I may have mentioned Chase earlier, but I'm gonna mention Chase again because he's listening now. So shout out to my buddy Chase Montgomery, Lexington, Tennessee. Chase came on the show the last two shows and talked about his racing, and he's with the Southern Dirt Track Report now. And Chase, uh, Chase volunteers for us now, so Artie's gonna get him set up on the page where he can share races and whatnot. And then also, um. Chase shouted me in the Southern Dirt Track Report uh, out the other night on his show. Uh, Chase started doing a, a little live show on his page. And so once we get you set up for the Southern Dirt Track Report page, you can go live on it for talking dirt and interviews and drivers. Be cool. So shout out to my buddy Chase. And y'all go look up Levi Mann has the song uh, Redder, Redders in Red. Look up the music video. He's just an old country boy, country redneck like me. He lives up on the mountains, and he, uh, I think it's North Carolina, South Carolina. Sorry if I get it mixed up where you're from, Levi. But uh, <clears throat> he is basically hip-hop and country rap, but it's Christian. It's Christian music, which is cool. And so... Well... That's not good. I accidentally ended the call. Wow, I feel so stupid. I got these new earbuds. But anyways, go listen to Levi Mann's music. Uh, Download 
from Amazon Music, buy some CDs, support Levi Man. Uh, and let's play this song to end the show. So, letters in red. God's great, y'all. God is great. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Chris Creighton. Thank you, Jason McMillan, the 110 Sports Nation, 110 Nation Sports. just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.